having a body sucks. <laughs> Why can't we be worms? I was going to say, I was like, what do you want to be, floating heads? <laughs> no. That's disturbing. Welcome back to another episode of Apologetically Me. I'm Maggie. I'm Wanda. And we're here to talk about body image. But before we get started, Wanda, tell the people what you got going on. So, not much has really happened. So I'm going to provide not a work update, but like a coworker update. And I've talked about this before. We're all remote and everything. But I had previously talked to a coworker about her hobby of couponing. I thought couponing was just the thing that you can do in the States. Apparently not. So I was like, I want to learn more about it. And originally we were going to have our one-on-one -on -one this week, but some family stuff came up with her, came up for her. So I rescheduled it to a little bit later just so like, I think it's always tough to like, even if it's just a casual conversation, I think it's like you want to just like try to limit the meetings maybe that you have when you're not feeling so great. But anyways, so we were going to talk about it, but before we talked about it she's like what's your address like i want to send you some stuff and so she sent me like these whole bunch of like coupons and stuff and she like wrote me like a super lovely note and like instructions on the different types of coupons and everything and she like put like hearts all over the envelope it was absolutely adorable it was the cutest thing ever i was like oh my god you totally didn't have to do this but it was super sweet and then in the one-on-one -on -one, she was a supposed to walk me through like the different types explain it more in detail like she told me to download like a few apps that she's like make sure you have these I'll like go through with like all of them with you and she's like I'm so excited to like share uh, my hobby with you yeah it's so sweet and it's like I do think with the rising cost of grocery prices that this is something that I want to get into because I am not going to pay those ridiculous prices, even though I don't spend. I should spend way less money in a grocery store, and yet I do not. So I am reevaluating that aspect of my life. But super sweet of her. Um, sucks that everything like she's going through currently, and we couldn't have this conversation. I couldn't have provided everyone with a detailed explanation of how to coupon. But maybe next time. Yeah, let me know too. Um, I know there's like a couple apps but i yeah i was in the same boat with you like i always thought americans just had like more extreme couponing than we did like you mm -hmm. know when like those like um tv scenes where like they do like so many aggressive couponing that they end up getting like money back or something like that's the joke or like they end up paying like 30 cents or something like that like that's that's the goal yeah it truly is and she was telling me that like she has like people in our family which is like still a lot of people to like shop for and everything but she's like anything extra that i get like i always just like donate it to like shelters and things like that too so i was like oh sweetie i know she truly is did you say that there are four people or poor people in her family four people okay. in her family i didn't <laughs> yeah i was like hmm, weird <laughs> 
That's very sweet yeah. of her. That's so cute with the cards and everything. Yeah, totally. Warms mm -hmm. my heart. Warms mm -hmm. my cold, dead heart. <laughs> <laughs> my coupons. Oh. Um, yeah, keep us posted because I would also love to get into couponing. Anyways, what's your update this week? So my update this week is that I have acknowledged that I have an addiction with sushi. Um, for those of you who do not know, sushi is my favorite food. And I am kind of obsessed with it. And um, there was a point last week where I was eating it like four or five times. And I think that's a lot. And even Nick, my boyfriend, was concerned for me. And he was like, hmm, that's a lot more mercury than usual. And yeah, it definitely wasn't great. My stomach was so bloated and I was so thirsty all the time because it can be quite salty. Um, and I think I have a problem. This was when my coworker told me about the Ritual app. And I had it before, but I was like, oh, okay, I'll get it again. Like, let's let's see what it is. Because I deleted it during COVID. So I redownloaded the app, and then I saw all these discounts going on with sushi. And I was like, whoa. And then I got sushi for lunch like twice last week. And then I got it again this week, actually. So I have a wee bit of a problem. Oh, actually, Tuesday, I actually had sushi for all my meals. I had it for lunch, and then for dinner, I went out with a coworker. And then I got Ross salmon again. So I have acknowledged I have a problem. I am trying to break the cycle, but now my boyfriend is going out to lunch and he's going to an all-you-can-eat sushi restaurant and I'm going through bad FOMO. I don't understand. Like, usually when I have sushi, I'm like, I'm good for like a day or at least. Like the fact that you have, I could not imagine having sushi for two meals. The body wants what the body wants. Yeah, I guess you could like substitute it with like, like poke maybe like, and then at least it's variety. I actually do have like the Costco frozen poke in my freezer. Yeah. So like I can pack my own lunch, but mm -hmm. because like we were supposed to go grocery shopping on Sunday, but we forgot grocery stores were closed. So we were like, eh. so the only veggies we had were like frozen veggies and like romaine lettuce. And I don't like eating that with my poke. So I was like, yeah. Lunch is like $11. I'll, I'll buy it. It's like put on a better price. Yeah, but I want more variety with it. I only had crab and rice and poke. Gross. That is such a luxurious, like, lunch that <laughs> fact that you're grossing it is like, okay. There, there be more fun things. Like, I usually have, like, seaweed salad with it or I put in, like, some sweet tofu um, or, like, some fun, fun fruit. You can see my, my dog has crawled into the background. <laughs> I think you make poke bowls too complicated, and then you're like, eh, what is $11 if I just go out for lunch instead? And because you make it so complicated, you're like, this isn't worth my time making it because it's a lot of effort. I think it's fun and lovely. So usually my go-to lunches are a turkey sandwich, turkey baguette, because I had one from Fortino's and it was like $5 and I was like, this is an amazing sandwich. I can easily replicate this for my own lunches. So I was doing that and then I would switch it up with poke for my second day in office. So yeah, the ritual app has ruined my life and um, I'm going to try stopping. I think their food fest sale is over now. So hopefully I'll go back to packing my own lunches. But I just need, like, some variety, you know? Like, that's what gets me inspired about food. I can't eat, like, simple things. You had sushi for every single meal. 
How is this variety? What's the problem here? It's variety because every place does their sushi differently. I've been, I was getting like trashy bowls. It's like a mix of sashimis and and stuff on it. Mm. So I think they're always fun. Going back to the whole sandwich, turkey sandwich, what is in it? How do you make it? Um, So it's spinach. First you do mayo, spinach, tomato. The one at Fortino's does bacon but because like i'm lazy and like i I just do turkey slices that i get from fortino's like the oven oven roasted turkey breast um i get 200 grams of that for the week i put about like one and a half slices in my baguette oh and then i order i get a baguette from fortino's too the big sponsorship for fortino's here and then i also put in lettuce tomato turkey I don't think that's it. Sometimes I'll put in pickle. Do I put in pickle? I think I put it on the side when I'm eating it at home. But I think that's honestly it. Hmm. It's just so simple and so elegant. You should get it next time you're at Fortino's. It's only five bucks. It's an amazing deal. I actually have all those ingredients at home, so... <laughs> you can make it. It's just so good. Yeah. I mean, my inspiration... That sounds exactly like the turkey sandwich we had the other day from Grandma Loves You. So... We were plant. We made bacon last night in preparation to make baguette sandwiches today. So, I'll let you know how it is. Uh, I see we've both been on a sandwich run. Yes, but my I think ours actually it might have lined up because I had my sa- whole sandwich thing before Grandma loves you because Jordan started craving turkey and then we got turkey and then I was like oh my god turkey's really good and then so I got more turkey and I got this Cajun spiced like turkey which is like turkey with like uh cajun like spice thrown through it and it's like kind of spicy and so it's like it adds an extra oomph to like Mm -hmm. deli meat because i find deli meat kind of boring i do too now i mean i still wanted like a cold cuts one but in general i try to go for the turkey one because they're more fun and they taste like more fresh like the turkey tastes more fresh turkey tastes more fresh to me like the cold cuts i'm getting like an ick from like ham salamis and stuff and i think they taste like slimier almost like softer like not as fun to eat and turkey i just think is like phenomenal yeah i've been in my turkey breast stage for a while now too we've been going to different um delis to try out their turkeys that's interesting we should do that I, we as in jordan and i not we as in me and you unfortunately because we live <laughs> very far away yeah well yeah we go to if there's a few portuguese delis near like nick's mom's house so we always stop by there mm. yeah. fancy really fancy speaking of which we had grandma loves you and this is like just reaffirming that tiktok is truly not everything which will actually be a good segue into our topic but i'll put that on hold for now um, what's your beef or crush of the week? Beef is myself for not setting enough boundaries for saying no, I guess. And this sounds very bad, but it's really not that bad. <laughs> and I've told Maggie about this already. But I've been trying to say yes to more things, to experience more things and everything like that. And one of those things is going to more concerts. Because previously before, I'm like, mm, don't love concerts. And so... A few weeks back, there was this band playing near us, very close to us, and 
They're called tiny moving parts. And the reason why I have to think about that all the time, because I constantly think about the Tiny Meat Gang, which is Cody Ko and Noel's duo band. Like, I don't know what you call them. Yeah. Okay, sure. <laughs> duo band. And so Tiny Moving Parts, like, there's one song that's, like, relatively good. I didn't really listen to them at all. Um, previously because I was like, okay, like whatever. They're not really my type of music, but how bad could it be? So I get there. Uh, we were there probably at like 8.55. The opener was just closing up and they're like the new band was Tiny Moving Parts was setting up and everything. And then they started playing. And by 9.16, I had questioned every single decision I had made in my life because I was like, oh my God, this is not terrible like the music is not bad but it was just so loud and it was just so like draining and it was like I usually like it when like musicians don't talk in between songs like I don't like when they make that like you know like forced segue of like oh like are you guys excited tonight oh you're excited okay well we're gonna play a song called excitement like no I'm not here for that. Like, I'm like, yes, bands should do this because it's like, oh, like crowd engagement or whatever. But usually I just like bands who play music and keep playing music. But for some reason, every single song sounded the exact same. And at the end of each song, you expect some time to go by. And instead, I look at my phone and not two minutes has gone by. And I felt like I was there for an eternity. I had to stand the entire time. And I was like, on my way back, I was like, do I actually ever want to go to a concert again? And I looked at all the concerts that we had on our calendar. And I was like, I don't want to go to Youngblood anymore. So then I refunded my Youngblood tickets because it was for a new date anyways. And I didn't want to make it all the way across town on a Tuesday night to go see Youngblood. Even though back in the day, I used to really like him. And now I need to start saying no to more things. My new thing is I have to like them and listen to their music for me to go and say yes. But Jordan's still going to go without me to some things. So two questions. What made you want to say yes to more things? Like what inspired this? And also, did you like tiny moving parts beforehand? First question... Uh, because I find that like once I'm out of the house, I'm usually happy that I did it. So you know how like when you make plans ahead of time, you're always like more willing to say yes to things. So I'm like, if I commit earlier when I'm actually like in the mood to like go out, then with concerts and stuff, there's like a sunk cost association with it where it's like, oh, I've already paid this money. I might as well go anyways. I mean, I like really contemplated that actually. I really didn't want to go out that night too. Like it was a hard fought battle, but I was like, I'm a man of my word. I'm going to go. Um, so I'm always happy when I like go out. So this was a like going to concerts almost a way to force that. Like even if I don't want to feel like going in the moment, I usually go and I'm happy that I went. The second part is no. It was... Like, Jordan played a few songs, and I was like, oh, that doesn't sound too bad. Um, but then they played a lot of deep cuts. <laughs> and I was not. I was like, oh, my God, just play your, like, most popular song, the only song that I like. And guess what song that was? That was their encore song. Yeah, that's usually what happens with concerts. They leave their most popular song to the end. Yeah, I... I prefer the other band that I saw a few days before that. 
and they played my favorite song twice. It's a lot of concerts. Do you know who I'm dating? (laughs) That's a lot. I mean, I applaud you for doing so many things, but also um, be mindful of doing so many things. What's your beef or crush of the week? Um, My beef is myself because that actually led into the perfect thing of me saying my beef is me spending money. I have misplaced my wireless headphones. I asked my brother to go search my room in my mother's house. I think he is really bad at looking for things, so it's either not there or I put it somewhere else or I lost it completely. So I'm very afraid. Uh, My credit card bill has been incredibly high because I'm in the season of buying things and I don't know how to stop. Um, you too. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. I've been like so into spending money recently. Like I go through like ebbs and flows where I'm like, sometimes I just spend zero. Like I don't buy mm-hmm. anything. I don't mm-hmm. even want to buy groceries. Yeah. yeah. I, I think it's like the sun is coming out. It's getting warmer and you're getting inspired mm-hmm. by like the warm air because what have I been buying? I've been buying clothes mostly um, mm-hmm. and I'm on the hunt for shoes right now. And I'm even looking at makeup, even though I don't really wear makeup anymore. But yeah, I don't know. It's a it's a big problem that I'm having. My credit card bill is pretty high. And I told myself I'd save money. Like January, February, credit card bill was like $200, $300, which is really good for me. I know it's very low. Is your jaw dropping because you're surprised at how low it is or surprised at how high it is? How low it is. I know, because I was like, I will not be spending money. Like, even going out and stuff, I was like, eh, I don't really want to go to anywhere nice. I'm not inspired. Now, <laughs> you already know. I got sushi on my mind. I got shoes on my mind. Clothes, dresses. Oh, and I've just been buying, like, a shit ton of things from Amazon. I'm like, hmm, I need a jewelry box. I need uh, new beauty blenders. Hmm, I need a shoe rack from Ikea, which we are going to get this Sunday now. <laughs> Wow, we're so synced up. Oh my god, for the longest time, for some reason, like I thought I changed my credit card statement to online, but then Mm -hmm. it was paper statements and it was mailed to my house. And my mom was like, holy shit, like, why do you keep going out? (laughs) Like, why are you spending so much money every time you go out? And I was like, oh, like, that's none of your business, mom. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know you could see that, mom. Yeah. I would. Oh my god. I would not. I would die if like my mom saw my credit card bill not because it's like a lot but because some of the things i have on there she'd be like what the what is this why are you buying so many clothes yeah i think um she'd definitely be like hey what do you have uber on here (laughs) you have a car you pay for parking why do you have uber (laughs) yeah well on the plus side we moved out and we are financially independent yeah, it's fine. I think it's like, if it's just, I'm hoping that like, I get all my like shopping and stuff out, but I'm also like, in my head, I'm still like, oh, I'm not going to buy this because I want to buy this in Japan instead. What do you want to buy in Japan? <laughs> I want to buy slippers, um, some skincare. I do want to buy sunscreen because I really like the Japanese sunscreen. Um, it's this brand called Bior, and I really like Japanese mascara because it's really good for Asian eyelashes, but... Mm. I'm going to hold off. I got so many mascaras already that I don't use because, again, I don't really wear makeup. But, yeah. I'm hoping my shopping will stop. Thoughts and prayers for me. Uh, 
sunscreen the japanese sunscreen is it like dewy or is it like drying um i think it's supposed to be a little dewy it's called bior uv i haven't actually mm-hmm. tried it or i tried it once from Prabi and sally and it was really nice um and mm-hmm. i hear it's just a lot cheaper in japan so oh I mean, I really do like the one I use now because it's kind of tinted. So I'm like, ah, cover up. Mm, interesting. I've been looking for a better facial sunscreen. Mm. I recommend Bior. Not like how much is it? <laughs> I actually don't think it's that much. It just depends where you can find it, I think. Mm. Um, a lot mm. of people use the stick ones too, which I think are really cool. Yeah, I feel like the concept of a stick one would be, like, really good for my not wanting to apply sunscreen sometime. Mm-hmm. Like, being able to have, like, a stick. I feel like that. Okay. What is the stick called? Just stick? I think stick sunscreen stick. Oh, my God. Kathy okay. uses one, but I forget the brand. Forget. But I'm sure okay. you can find a lot, though. Okay. Let me know if you do find out which brand she uses because I will buy it. I think um, hers, though. I think like she doesn't rub it in afterwards. I don't know exactly, but when she applies it, you get you see like a thin white layer on her face. <laughs> oh no, that's my like I I don't like the white cast. I'm so concerned about the white cast because it's just like I'm shy. already so white. <laughs> <laughs> it's like where's Wanda? It's a ghost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so moving on to our topic body image all things body image from social media their hard agenda the hard propaganda um wanda actually told me about a cool term that i didn't know about body checking wanda can you explain it to the people no okay (laughs) i don't know what the definition of body checking is (laughs) so i think Uh... correct me if i'm wrong but from your explanation and from like the article i was reading it's like subtle movements it's like a subtle thing that's happening on social media where it's like showing you to people's body. It's like highlighting parts that make you feel kind of self-conscious. Like they, they don't actively do anything. So you won't be able to find like body checking things. But it's just like if you see popular like content creators, they're always like they do movements that like kind of highlight their waist or highlight like their flat stomach or like random fit checks that you'll see just how like skinny they are. And you're kind of like, uh, how? How do I get that? Correct yeah. Me if I'm wrong, though. No, I think that's like pretty much it. Like just giving more examples, like wearing tight gym clothes, for example, and then like, or like moving their sports bra up and showing their abs, or wearing like a loose fitting pair of jeans and like pulling them and being like, look how much room there is in like my pants because I am so skinny now and like none of those things are like when you think about those you don't think about those things as harmful you think about them as something that like a lot of people end up doing on TikTok and social media but I guess the consequence of it is like negative it's to promote like bad body image and things like that and such that you want to follow these people more and be like, oh, I want to look like this person. I want my abs to look like that. I want my butt to look like that and things like that. So it's almost in a way it's like subconsciously making you feel bad. And so you will follow more of the advice of like that particular creator. 
And like you can do this to yourself too. It's not necessarily just a thing that happens on social media where like if you go into a mirror and you're like, ooh, these pants are like fitting tighter than they were before. Or like my boobs are spilling out of this shirt now and they didn't do that before. I don't know. I kind of ran out of examples there. But that is also you body checking yourself and it's making yourself feel bad. Mm. Oh, that's interesting too. I know like the inverse will kind of happen to me sometimes. Like if I'm wearing something and it's like beginning of the day, I haven't eaten and I'm like, wow, I look like a skinny queen. And I take a picture of myself in the mirror and then I like look at it and then I'm like, wait, this actually doesn't look like me. This isn't like representative of what I am throughout the day. So I feel like it's also giving me a false sense of, hey, this is me body checking almost. And then I almost want to post it to my Finsta. So... I don't you know. still have a finsta? I do. <laughs> I mean, by posting that, you might actually be contributing to the problem because this is not how you look like on a daily basis. This is how you look when you first wake up, when you haven't eaten anything, when you haven't drank anything. So it's not your actual body almost in a way. And like, yes, it's positive, but it's also like if you think about the reverse, it's also kind of negative. Yeah. Where it's like, it. I think this is where I look the best. Yeah, which is kind of bad. But also, I am honest that I am fully part of the problem. Because mm-hmm. I will watch these things and I'm like, wow, they're so great. And then I see like people who are bigger and then I'm like, oh, no. I don't think about that, actually. When I see people who are bigger on social media, I'm like, wow, they look great. But then when I see um like before and afters I'm like whoa how do I get that like what did Mm -hmm. they do and then I like for some reason I'll listen to what they say Mm -hmm. you were saying something about like how if you see someone body check at the beginning of a video it like proves how invalid everything is something like that yeah I was watching this nutrition coach I guess um who like coaches like clients on weight loss and everything and he does a lot of like review videos on like what people eat in a day to lose weight and one of the things that was brought up was like the whole like if you do a body check in the beginning of the video it usually is to promote like something they eat but it's like not necessarily what they eat every single day. Like it feel like there feels like there's like a more maliciousness behind it where it's like this might be actually less food than what I eat in a day or like this is not actually representative of like what I eat in a day just because of like the body checking in the beginning. It might just be like it it should shroud the what I eat in a day in a little bit more doubt because of like the action of the what happened in the beginning and i don't know if i necessarily go along with that i think you should doubt all what i eat in a day videos because it's again like probably putting their best foot forward their food isn't always going to look that aesthetic or like this isn't what they're going to eat every single day because we're humans and we like variety (laughs) but apparently those videos in particular are somehow worse but then it's like if you're promoting i don't know i i don't know if i agree with it i think you should doubt all videos (laughs) i agree that you should doubt all videos but 
I didn't even think about this until um, you mentioned it because like I, I was telling you before, like anytime people do like before and after pictures and then I see like how fast they got their results or something, I'm almost like scroll to the comments, got to see what they did. They explain their journey. And then I'm like, whoa, should I be doing this too? Um, and I know that phenomenon, like not phenomenon, but that like trendy thing right now, like the 12, 3, 30 workout. And I'm like, oh, if I keep doing this, I'm going to look like that too. I haven't been doing it consistently. So like, that's probably why I don't look like that. But it's still like, why does that trump walking or running or something like that? And I don't know. It's just like all these little things that I'm like, I didn't even question it until you mentioned it. Thanks to you. It's kind of funny because I did actually try 12 3 32 like I didn't do it consistently either because like I hated it it was the worst thing ever <laughs> there's something about a 12 incline on a treadmill that makes me feel like I'm about to fall off a cliff and yeah. I mean they say you're I supposed to work up it. to it <laughs> oh okay well I started <laughs> like that's really go, hard to do right off the bat <laughs> I go balls deep <laughs> that's impressive <laughs> um Okay, so maybe don't do that. But also, uh, so I don't like walking up hills anyway. So like I kind of like forced myself to do it because the way that it was always said, it was like it's not like necessarily supposed to trump running, but it was supposed to be like a lighter impact exercise for those people who don't necessarily like running or the elliptical or like Stairmasters and things like that. And they maybe just want to walk. And no, it's okay. <laughs> And so it's like an alternative rather than like you should do this versus that kind of thing because you can always do both. But personally, it just like it was so trendy and everyone was like, look at these results. And I think that's what ended up making me try it where I was like, oh, I don't like running. Maybe I will like this. But then I thought about it just now and I hate hills. What was I doing? I hate incline. No wonder I never stuck with it. At the 12, 3, 30. Um, I, yeah, I was doing it and then I saw these people saying like, I did it consistently, like you cannot do it right off the bat because it is very difficult. You're going to be very unmotivated to stick to it. So they recommended like a plan to jump into it. Um, and then I was like kind of trying to follow their plan, but then I thought their plan was too weak for me. So then I also jumped straight to 12 and then I was at three and then I only did it for like five minutes and I was like, oh my God, I literally cannot do this. Um. And yeah, for some reason, I was like, the reason why I'm not losing weight is because I'm not sticking to the 12, 3, 30 thing. And that's what everyone else did. Um, and I know they're always like spreading these false things, but I really hate that I fall for it every single time. Like the most recent one that I've been falling for is like, again, people do like the before and after pictures and now they're pushing these supplements, like this one in particular called L-glutamine and they don't show like they don't really explain what it does and they're just like just take l-glutamine like no problem and then you're gonna in like two months you're gonna look like skinny like me and i'm like oh my god i need to get this have you seen like those youtube shorts yet yeah i've never heard of l-glutamine um i think it reminds me of like skinny teas that were like really big on instagram i looked it up i still don't get it skinny tea or l-glutamine L-glutamine. I don't get it either. Like, it's supposed to remove the ammonia in your body, but it can also lead to bloating and nausea and stuff. So I'm like, how did people do this then? But yeah. Anyway, I don't really want to take it because it also said your body like naturally has it. So mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't want to put more things in my body that I need to. 
I mean, a lot of supplements that are out there are things that your body produces naturally. Like creatine, for example, is something that your body already creates. You just take it to have more of it and more of the effects of it. Yeah. I've also seen TikToks for those too. Um, and they've just been like, it's changed my life. But again, they never back up like why. Or the people that do back it up, there's always like contradicting like research on it. Like other TikTokers will be like, we'll stitch it and say, actually, this is wrong. Like you should not be doing this. It's like the same thing with like intermittent fasting. Like one guy will like go in, do his research, show how good it is. Another guy will stitch it and be like, fuck you. Like this is awful. Like you're supporting like something bad. So like, I think it's just a problem with the nutrition and health world where there's always going to be contradicting things. So yeah, it's hard though, because like there's so many young people and there's people who, who are like me who don't always do like background research and stuff. I know I've like bought things off TikTok too that have not been the best. What have you bought? I'm actually trying to remember, but probably like Amazon stuff. I'm, if I'm being honest, I don't mm-hmm. buy like foods or anything, but yeah. I think it's always like Amazon purchases um, or like clothes trends, restaurant trends, always bad. I don't think... I'm genuinely trying to think of, like, what in my condo is, like, from TikTok that I really appreciate. Even, like, the restaurants we've been to, not the best. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to, I think I'm going to do, next time you say that you want to try something, I'm going to be like, so, like, why do you want to try? <laughs> I don't Where even, did you hear That's a good thing. This. I don't even, like, question it. It's funny, too, because, like, I was watching, like, this shampoo person they were talking about like oh this shampoo has like no sulfate and no whatever and like you should really use it and i was like turning to nick and i was like should i get this and he was like but why is sulfate and all this stuff like bad for your hair and i was like i don't know that's a good question i was just always told don't buy sulfate don't buy silicone from the internet Hmm. very interesting very interesting question that has been raised Mm -hmm. Do you find yourself ever questioning TikToks? Sometimes. Late. Okay. So there's this most recent example. It's silly, but there's this shoe brand because it's this consultant in Toronto. And she's like, things that I don't regret buying as a consultant, as a corporate girl or whatever it is. And she Mm -hmm. put these shoes out. And I was like, hmm, these shoes are kind of like basic, but like she keeps talking about how comfortable they are. She wore them on hikes and everything. And I was like, hmm, okay. So I was like looking up reviews and then I was like so close to buying them. I had them in my cart. I looked at the return policy and that made me pause because it's not free for Canada. And then I was like, let's look at more um, reviews off TikTok maybe. And then almost every single TikTok about it was a paid ad. And I was like, hmm, questionable. Um, So that has made me stop my purchase. So... Doing research is a good thing. Doing your due diligence. Yeah, I think that's with everything. I think like there was a Dr. K who I think I've talked about like a many podcasts ago who is like a psychiatrist. He's a doctor, but he's like he streams on Twitch as well. Um, and he addresses like a lot of issues that people like post on his subreddit and everything like that. But he in one of the sessions was talking about like external 
uh, stimuli causing you to like crave certain things like so an example of this is like when you're watching a youtube video and you see like a hamburger and you're like holy shit i want a hamburger now and like i think that's kind of the same way with tiktok when you see someone on tiktok or a few people promoting this thing even if it's like not a paid ad or anything you're like oh I, like i want that like that is something that I want, even though you never, ever thought about wanting it in the past. But the external stimuli that you're like watching and everything is telling you to want it. And so it's like if you shut all those things off and you only listen to like, I think you're like internal <laughs> desires, then it's like you actually don't want that many things or need that many things. Oh, yeah, I think that's how like shopping works, too. I don't need anything. I just want it because I saw other people had it. Um, I think that all the time when I go out to like restaurants or something and I'm like, oh my God, that outfit's so cute. Let me try to replicate this outfit. <laughs> yeah. I feel that way every time I walk in the path because like as a corporate girl, sometimes I need more inspiration. Now that the winter is over, I can't wear a sweater and jeans anymore or like sweater and dress pants. Now I gotta do something nice. It's gonna be hot outside, so I need to wear something that's appropriate. So yeah, people people get real creative down there. But I also can't help but judge people when their like skirt is too short and I'd be like, hmm, I don't know if I can get away with wearing that. Because I'm taller and I'm like bigger than the average, so. Yeah, it's one of those things where I'm just like, why doesn't this look good on me mm -hmm. when it looked good on her? And it's like completely different, like, complexions hair colors like height weight everything kind of thing but i'm like no it looked good on her it should look good on me mm -hmm. kind of going back to body image and everything i know i mean i don't want to say i know but it looks like body checking is mostly things for that's impacting women because i know you know body image and stuff is mostly gone through by women do you think guys have body checking too i mean no i'm saying that wrong guys go through body image problems too i haven't seen any guy body checking things have you i think guys body check differently so i don't know if you see this type of stuff but i get a lot of it because like i watch gym talk i guess even though i don't i'm not on tiktok but uh it's like when guys like flex at the beginning of like a video or something or like they like show off their abs the same way that women do it or like they like show off their back like basically like it's like oh look at this upper body like it's so nice kind of thing so it's like it's not exactly in the same way but they have very like there's a lot of similarities across men and women body checking but i think they still do it because like yes women might go through more like body issues um but it's not to say that men don't like go through the same yeah issues i think women are more vocal than guys about it mm -hmm. um so like for me personally whenever i see a guy like flexing his abs or like just showing off his body in general i like swipe because i'm like eh. like it's just not like relevant it's not relatable to me like this guy is like completely different. I like he could be on roids. I don't know. So I just dismiss it entirely in my head. But then when I see like a girl and she kind of looks 
like me in the before pictures because I'm like oh my god I hate my body I want to lose weight in here here like this is where I want to improve on and then I see her after and now it looks so different I'm like well I gotta listen to everything she says because she knows what she's doing yeah it's almost like because you can Mm self-insert into like another woman on tiktok but you can't really self-insert into like a guy like and so it feels a lot less relatable and i think it's also why women like to take their gym information from like fitness like female fitness influencers even if they're not like giving the best advice just because they're like they can see themselves more in those women i don't know that's just opinion Mm -hmm. i don't know if that's true i almost like not to play devil's advocate but I almost feel like is body checking too much like if a girl is just like showing off her cute outfit and then someone accuses her of body checking is that true like is she like is it actually like where do you know where do you draw the line like what's the difference yeah and I think that's an interesting thing to talk about that I don't really know the answer for because like immediately in my brain I'm like oh well if she like pulls on her clothes in this way or if she like lifts anything up or if she like showcases any area that could potentially be an insecurity for her or with other women but it's like these are such like gray lines they're like doesn't really feel like there is a line so it's really like in the end it's the intent of the person who created the video which you'll never know keep your secrets yeah i wish you could put like a disclaimer like you know like this activity may be harmful or like read more about covid19 resources (laughs) the intent behind this person's video (laughs) is body checking (laughs) i mean maybe one day like that might be the future that we eventually live in right because again misinformation doesn't just relate to covid mm-hmm. yeah that's interesting hmm. i wonder i wonder what the line is or maybe just don't comment on people's videos that you are body checking unless it's like very blatant because this is just like what cancel culture all over again a little bit that's what i was worried about like um there's this tiktoker emily marico I don't know if you've seen her but she's known for like she doesn't usually talk a lot in her videos like she's mostly does cooking um she's known for doing like a salmon rice bowl hack where it's just like super Mm -hmm. easy ice cube in the microwave thing um and people have just been like super pissed at her for no reason like you're always gonna have haters but like this sweet girl doesn't even talk in her videos and she's getting attacked for doing nothing I do have like a little beef with her because I've watched some of her cooking videos recently and I'm like, what the hell are you making? <laughs> I actually don't really watch her videos. I I feel like her cooking is like, I don't want to be rude, but too bland. Like, not fun. It not like, not even is it too bland or not fun, but some of the things that she mixes together and like, eats i'm like what <laughs> what did she make? like it i i forget what it was but i remember her just like putting like a bunch of like things together and i'm like these things do not go together like 
I like I expected just like more of the same kind of thing, like the salmon type of like easy type stuff. But now they're like very complicated. They seem to take a very long time. And it's like, watch some of her videos, I guess. Hmm. Um, and then let me know because like, I can't remember what she was making, but there was a few videos that kept on like popping up and she was cooking a different thing each time, but it was so weird. And I was like, no, this is this doesn't look appetizing. I feel I don't know if that's a trend or not because you know that guy Joshua Wiseman. I feel like that asshole. <laughs> he always says simple home cooking, and then he just like whoops out something out of nowhere that I'm like, who has this in their like cupboard? Like what? So I wonder if it's like her joining that weird cooking influencer thing. So, do you think watching TikTok or like going on social media at all affects? The way that you look at your body and your body image i almost feel like yes and no because like i'm thinking about it all now and i'm like i i see a lot of like body positive people out there like people who promote like if you're mid-sized like this is like the fashion you can wear and stuff like these are looks you can wear if you don't like have any inspo for with your body or whatever like they're basically it's just like a body positivity movement where they're like your body's beautiful like this is what like these are outfit ideas that, that kind of it's like in a good way but then I'm also like the more I think about it I'm like hmm is it body checking because I don't know like I'm just questioning everything now because like I like watching so those videos should. because I'm like oh like they're similar bodies to me but then I like see other ones like other body positivity ones and I'm like dang how do I get that body so like I I'm never going to be in a state where I love my body, I think. Like, I have ebbs and flows, which I think is, like, perfectly normal for everyone. And it just happens that when I hate my body, all the videos that body check, body positivity, all these bodies and stuff, before and after pictures, they're always going to flood my social media. Whether it's, like, TikTok, YouTube, wherever it is. Like, I'm always going to find them. And, I like, I think I can't help but fixate on that because I'm going through a phase where I hate my body. So like, it's like a chicken and egg thing going on in my head. Mm. It's almost like a confirmation bias. Like when you feel the worst about yourself, you start to notice the things that are worse. Yeah. Like the th like I guess the TikToks and the social medias that like highlight those things that you feel bad about yourself and you just like really stick on those because it's what you're thinking anyways kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So that that makes a lot of sense how about you i think i agree where it's like there's definitely some videos out there where it's like this is how i like because you know like when some fitness influencers like go to the gym and they're like they look like absolutely perfect like all the time and they have like no stomach rolls or anything no matter what they're doing and it's like they're always so like wonderful and beautiful and their like form is perfect and everything but like sometimes i get those videos where it's like this is what I look like when I'm at the gym and it's like when they're sitting down you can see their like stomach rolls and everything and like you see them sweating and like you see like their butt crack sweat and everything and it's like oh like this is something that is normal like this is what people actually look like when they go to the gym and like those types of things like I'm like I relate to this because I'm like that way too and it makes me more comfortable in my body but then I definitely feel the same way with like the ebbs and flows and everything. And it's like, whenever like I'm close to my period, 
I get like a lot more bloated than I am normally. So then like after my period, I'm like, oh my God, I look so good because I've stopped being bloated. But then during the period of time around my period, I'm like, oh my God, I hate my body. Like it doesn't like, I, I look so bloated and like, I don't immediately attribute it to like hormones or anything like that. I'm just like, oh, I must've like gained so much weight. So it is truly... I, I don't know. Like, am I going to stop watching YouTube shorts because of this? Probably not. But I am trying to tailor my shorts to be more around cooking, music, and, like, fashion advice. Ooh, the one thing that has been really good, I think, is, like, watching people with a similar body size to me, like, trying on different clothes that I might potentially buy. And, like, if I, like, think about buying something, I'll, like, look it up and go, like, see, like, try to find multiple people that have tried it on and be like, hmm, do I like how that fits? Because I found that a lot of things where it's, like, when you go up in size, like, certain, like, like, the, the what is the, the thing at the bottom of the pants called? Uh -huh. Not, is that the hem? Like, the very bottom of the pant? I know what you're referring to. I don't know what it's called. I thought it was just called the hemming or like the, oh man. <laughs> but I know the what you're referring of to. <laughs> yes. Um, and it's like the when you cut. go up in size, the cut of the cut of the pant. No, I don't think that's the cut oh, of the pant. Sorry. Because the cut of the pant is like a <laughs> style pant. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess. Like, but like think about like a mom jean for example where it's like bigger at the top and then it kind of tailors down but then when you go up bigger in sizes the cuff at the bottom also goes up in sizes as you know as it should but then when it goes too big and it's like oh wait this doesn't actually work for me anymore this doesn't look like a mom jean on me and i don't have bigger calves so it's like those are the things that i kind of look for with social media but i think it's just like I need to try, like get away from like the whole like fitness influencers and everything, but it's so hard. Like sometimes you just see a video and you see someone so absolutely gorgeous on YouTube, like on TikTok or YouTube Shorts or YouTube or social media, whatever, and you just can't help but stare for a really long time. And you're like, wow, I wish I could look like that. And I don't know if that ever goes away. I don't think it will. I think that's gonna happen, unfortunately. And I feel like it's it's been around for years you know like even probably before social media like you probably just looked at someone and you're like i want to look like that and you can't help but compare yeah. yourself my mom does it all the time like she, she if i'm watching something she's like oh my god her body's so nice like i wish i could have that body kind of thing so yeah i think it's tough for like when you grow up with you know a, a parent figure who is always like looking at bodies and comparing no, my mom's mm -hmm. kind of. I think my mom has gotten better, but mm -hmm. um, I think like you know, like Asian families in general, like they're very blunt, so they'll just say to you like, "Oh, you've gained so much weight." Like, "Oh my God, you're fat now." Like they said that so many times. My mom, and I'm like, my poor mother, like broken arm. Like she's trying her best here. She can still do push-ups. I can't. Um, and she's like, "Yeah, I have gained weight. Like that's what it is. I hurt my knee. I hurt my arm. Like I can't really like do much." My poor mother. That's so sad. Like I the know. fact that you 
the oh my gosh the fact that i can't even imagine that when you see someone with a broken arm and like their like knee isn't great and you're like the first thing that you decide to tell them is not like oh my god you maybe should like maybe you should be resting and taking a break no it's not that it's oh you've gained weight because mm-hmm. you are physically unable to do physical mm-hmm. activity I mean, her arm isn't, like, in a cast or anything. Like, it's not broken anymore, but, like, she's yeah. older now, you know? Like, it takes a while to heal. Yeah. So, it's it's tough times to be a woman, I think. But the problem is it's, like, other women telling that to my mother. That's the part that, like... Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I think... I don't want to say is a flaw with the Asian community, but I think, like, gotta focus more on, like, women supporting women in in the, the the Asian communities, in the Asian families. Yeah, it's truly just like almost conditioning at this point where it's like every single source of external stimuli is like telling you to do these things. So it's like it, you can't even help. You know, you have no control over it. That's what it is. It's like you can't do anything to help this. It's just the world <laughs> beating you down constantly. Love it. Love this for me. Yeah. Any final thoughts? Having a body sucks. <laughs> Why can't we be worms? I was going to say, I was like, what do you want to be? Floating heads? <laughs> no. That's disturbing. Because then I'll be like, heh, you're bald. Or like, how would I even get a haircut? That is a good question. Yeah, because no one has arms. Yeah. Hey, mm. I guess we should all be bald. That's the move. Well, that wouldn't work because it'll still grow. We should all wear hats. Why is being worm somehow less creepy than if everyone was just a floating head? The idea of a floating head is just gross to me. I don't know. Worms, at least, are like things that exist in our reality right now. Well, floating heads can exist in reality right now. We just don't know about it. Okay. My final thought is do your own research. Like going back to the whole, like someone stitched this and says this is actually wrong. And then someone stitched this and it's, it's like this is actually right kind of thing. Just go online and search for multiple sources yourself and see like what they say and make your own decisions rather than relying on other people to help you make that decision for you take control of your life anyways thanks for listening to another episode in the meantime go like us and follow us on social media tiktok twitter and instagram and go listen to us and like us wherever you get your podcast and on youtube and join us next thursday for another episode of apologetically me bye, bye.